Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Mike Sutherland. And I am Mr. Joe Spiegel. And this is... Joe Knows Movies. Today we are going to be reviewing... Jumanji, the next level. When the trailers came out for this film, I had no expectations other than what we saw in those trailers. There was, it seemed like it might be fun, but it also could have been where all the funniest parts were in the trailers themselves, where you saw The Rock doing his, uh, his damnedest Danny DeVito impression and Kevin Hart doing his own Danny Glover. And it just, it didn't seem like it was going to be that special of a sequel. It just felt like by the numbers, uh, you know, cash grab two years later. I mean, usually when a film, a sequel comes out two years later, it's going to be rushed. It's not, it's not going to be worthwhile. It's just going to be half-assed probably. But pleasantly, Jumanji The Next Level is a very good companion piece to the previous film, Welcome to the Jungle. It is fun. It is funny. And it is, I don't think there's a single point where the movie got boring at all from start to finish. There's a couple sentimental sappy moments near the end, but it's forgivable because of the build up to it. So it's all right. The The biggest selling point for this film is the characters of Danny DeVito and Danny Glover. They are hilarious. The banter between those two, even before The Rock and Kevin Hart take their characters over, their personas over, is it's great. I, I, I could have... I, I actually would hope that they could do a TV show, a series, just based on Glover's and DeVito's characters, where they're running a shop, uh, like a diner together, and they just hear them banter back and forth, like two grumpy-ass old men. And it's just hilarious. I, I, I loved it. And, and then this, but then the payoff with them is the fact that you can see, you get to see Kevin Hart do his Danny Glover impression, which, see, I've said this before with Danny, with uh, Kevin Hart. All right. Um, I've seen him in, in movies where there was actually good script writing, like Take Five, or I'm sorry, Top Five with uh, Chris Rock, where he plays Chris Rock's agent in the film. And he's really good in it. It's like, hey, you know what? You actually give this guy some material instead of just trying to make him be a Chris Tucker, you know, Eddie Murphy knockoff, you know, actually the guy has a moment to shine. He's really good. So in this movie to see him, instead of him running around screaming all the time, like some scared little pussy, he's actually just doing this weird philosophical old man, you know, shtick as Danny Glover's character. And it's, it's goddamn hilarious because he never breaks character the whole time he's got that persona and it's, it's great. So this being a sequel, um, what works so well with it is that the director, Jake Kasdan, who also wrote this and he directed and wrote the last film as well, he seems to understand the characters enough and understand the rules of a sequel, which is you do a little bit more, but you don't overdo it. You don't fast and furious it. You give the people what they want. They want the same characters again, but just give them a little something different to do, you know, change it up a little bit. And this movie does change it up. There's new adventures. Um, the characters get to swap personalities and stuff like that. There's extra things that they get to do, and it's fun. This is a fun sequel, you know? There's little teeny lulls here and there, but the lulls aren't, are very quick. They, there's never enough time to really get bored with it. I remember with uh, Welcome to the Jungle, there were a couple of lowly moments. And, you know, I think especially with uh, the Jonas Brother character, um, the, or the character that was played by the Jonas Brother. But in this film, I don't think that, yeah, there was a single time where I got bored for more than maybe 30 seconds at the most, you know, because this movie just kept on going. It was fun. Another highlight of the film is seeing The Rock do Danny DeVito. It, it is hilarious. It, <laughs> it is so fun to watch him 
uh, do something different than what we're used to seeing him do with all of his action characters. Because The Rock does have range. If anyone's ever seen movies like Be Cool or um, Southland Tales, stuff like that, he does actually have the ability to be a little bit different than what we're, we're used to seeing him as, as just a big buff action guy who's got some heart to him. And then then the funny part was, which I was not expecting, is them to do a bunch of char- uh, personality swaps with the characters. So then Aquafina comes in there, still hate the name, but she's a really good actress. And she takes over Danny, um, Danny DeVito's character and she nails it. I mean, she hammers it down the whole time she plays him. I think she, she had his persona for about a good 25, 30 minutes, I think, of the film. It was, yeah, there was no part where I thought this was bullshit. This is fun. So Karen Gillan gets to take over her role even more than the last time. It seems like she's the leader in this film. In the last film, she was she was just with everybody else. She got the same amount of screen time. She had her she had her own special moments. But in this film, you can tell that The Rock is no leader, no longer the leader in this one. Instead, she is, and she gets to just you know take control of every single scene, and it works. I'm glad to see her in that in that role doing that. Um, what else could I say about this movie? There's not much else to say. There, there's just a bunch of fun sequences that are different than the last time. They go to all these different locations. You got the desert. You got the snow. You got you got these crazy, um, uh, oh God, what are they called? Not baboons. They're called mandrills or whatever. You know, and they make a joke about it being, you know, common misconception and stuff like that. But hey, I don't give a shit. They're 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 baboons. <laughs> so they're they're running from them and, and the, the the visual effects in that sequence where they're running from all of these mandrills over all these uh, wooden bridges, wooden uh, rope bridges is really well done. And the fact that they were able to complete this film this quickly is very surprising at how well it turned out. So I highly recommend seeing this if you like the last Jumanji film, if you like any of the Jumanji films, actually, because you got to also include Zathura, which was directed by John Favreau. All of these films are a really good companion piece to each other. And this is especially a great companion piece to the previous film. So if I could think of any other negatives, I can't really not. I, you know what? It does what a sequel's supposed to do. It's fun. And I, like I said, I never got bored. And if you go see it, stay through the uh, halfway through the end credits because there's a connection to uh, previous uh, Jumanji films. That's pretty funny to look at. So that's all I got. That is just Joe Pinion. 